Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Good morning, everybody. Keith over here. Oh, actually, it's afternoon now. Uh, broadcasting live from our Pensacola studio. And I am surrounded uh, by the, on the table by IMS in full force. We have all of the people that need to be here in order to make sure that this show goes off correctly. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves, and then we're going to get right into it. So by all means, ladies first. All right. I'm Heather Neese. I'm the Director of Human Resources at IMS. I'm Teresa Barber. I'm our Director of Marketing Communications for IMS Expert Services. And James Crane, the CRO, Chief Revenue Officer at IMS Expert Services. Revenue, relationships, it's all, it's all one and the same. It's, isn't it's it? all good. Yeah. It's all related. <laughs> so... Let's talk about uh, let's talk about the awards that you guys have gotten in the last uh, was it six weeks ago maybe eight weeks ago. It just keeps happening. It's, it, it, That's true. It hasn't stopped really since <laughs> since Bill sort of started the company, has it? We've That's had true. more we can't even talk about yet. Yeah, yeah oh, we, we're, we're not right. going to talk about nine years in a row of Inc. Five thousand. We're not going to talk about those. But yeah. we want to talk about the more recent ones. So go for it. So I, I think it's first of all it's very impressive because Pensacola is this like little secret where all this really great stuff comes from, and then when you start tracing it back, you're like, holy cow. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're known for a lot of, like Wi-Fi started here. Mm. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's amazing. I did not know that. Yeah. One of the, one of the, um, the most uh, important, um, judges in the United States is a judge Gilstrap mm-hmm. and he's in the Eastern district of Texas. He's deciding, he's decided more patent litigation matters than any other judge, maybe all other judges combined. And he's yeah. from Pensacola. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So for those that don't know, what does IMS experts do? Sure, I'll, I'll take that one. On. Um, <laughs> I got a feeling you, you're probably going to field most of these. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, so IMS um, preserves and enhances the reputation of the world's top litigators, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and we do that by providing them with uh, a very specialized subject matter expert witnesses for bet the company complex litigation mm-hmm. matters. So you bet you go find people. We go find people. That We're matchmakers. Yeah. That's right. Executive recruiting kind of is a, a yeah. close model, a cousin to how we do it. Yeah. And apparently it's a pretty big need. I think it is a big need. I mean, we would definitely feel like a niche or a large boutique sometimes. But yeah, I mean, how much litigation is in the world? Yeah, Lots, right. right. There's 1.3 million lawyers to start with, right? 250,000. more than doctors now, isn't it? Probably so. I think Co- so. Seem to cost more than doctors, yeah, right? Well, so you know, per capita is a thing. And then when you think about how fast technology changes and how quickly innovation yeah. moves, there is no shortage of new technology emerging and no shortage of commercial disputes related to it. So yeah. it's a lot of fun to keep track of, and um, you know, definitely means a lot of opportunity. So do you guys have like recon people like hiding out and and just like do nothing but like search the internet's and all that stuff for, for to find <laughs> these experts, or like how does it work? We have a proprietary methodology, yeah. and we have a world class class team of, um, you know, in some cases, doctorate level researchers who mm-hmm. really know the industry, who um, often have been working in the industry for yeah. years and kind of get to know the financial space or the healthcare, even like very niche, like the healthcare mm-hmm. financial space, right. um, you know, in different areas of technology. So it's, it's like really being a, in school your entire life, right? Yeah. All, you just get to research cool subjects. It's a ton of fun. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're definitely a learning organization and, and every day is different. Um, we're always involved in top of the fold litigation, the kind of stuff you're reading about in the Wall Street Journal. So mm-hmm. it keeps it very interesting. Our teams are always very, very engaged. It's a lot of fun, but I'd say it's, it is really challenging when Teresa touches on emerging technologies. That's yeah. where our experts come in, right? Because they have to um, inform the court like about what's going on and, yeah. and really provide all that expertise. Yeah, I can imagine how much I don't know, but let alone 
what the the judges or even some of the older generations don't know, especially as it pertains to a case. That's right. Like how you're going to get out of it or, in, or or around it or whatever. But um, very impressive stuff, I think. Um, are you in the forefront? Like, do people know that that you guys are there and that's what's going on, or is it sort of are you guys sort of in the in the back? Yeah, I I'd, I'd say we're the we're the leader in yeah. the space, and you know I think we're I think we're proud of it. I um, I think there's bigger companies that do this as part of what they do, so there's no doubt there. But we like to probably think of ourselves as maybe a 400 pound gorilla, not the 800 yeah, pound, but okay. we're probably 400 pound. Yeah, who can take on the 800 pound? Yeah, right? we, if we need to, we'll take them yeah. on. So, well, okay. So how long has the company been there? We were um, we were founded in 1992. Yeah, so relatively new. Well, we're still there. Relatively new. We've been around a while, but at the time there really was no one in that space. Yeah, and um, you know we're founded in Pensacola based on the kind of the executive headhunting model, but just applied to some needs that were emerging mm-hmm. from Fortune 100 clients at the time of IMS, and we've really evolved since then, and we've pioneered the space and watched it grow and yeah. we've stayed ahead of the pack the entire time and yeah so how many how many are um how many are in the organization you have about 85 employees right now um we, oh, you do all that with only 85 only 85 that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, honestly though i think with as, as far as reach it that you all have that's that's not a lot it's a really efficient workforce we've got our um, processes down and we've really nailed our workflow and how we do things um, and so we really keep a good pulse on who we need, when we need them, and who is doing their job. Um, and so, but yeah, in 2018, we hired about 25 people. So we were about in the 60s. And so we had a big leap in 2018. Yeah, so. that's, that's a scale. Heather, I don't, yeah. I, this is kind of off the cuff, so, but we're alive, so why not ask it? That makes for interesting radio, <laughs> yeah, there you right? Go. There Let's you go. do it. Wouldn't you agree that probably the 85 employees we have are kind of the equivalent of maybe 850 of like an average normal employee? I mean, based on... Yeah. Honest, I mean, the leap could be made. They're kind of like super Truly, employees. Work, that's super, super achievers. Yeah, that's how we do it. We yeah. do. We have, a, we do have um, Teresa had mentioned, just doctorate level folks, MBA mm-hmm. people, lots yeah. of folks with Juris Doctor, you know, the the right. law degrees and things like that. So a really super talented group. We are picky about right. yeah. who, who well, we bring in and, so. and everything, but um, they're, they're an amazing group of people. And is, is uh, Pensacola the only office? It's all, the only physical office, but we do allow for a remote workforce. It's kind of one of the pieces of our culture That's that works recon, really well it? for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we do, we have employees in about six different states who are able to work from a home office. Mm-hmm. Um, it enables us to really hire a lot of military spouses if we were wanting to, and then they don't necessarily have to leave their job if they right. are relocated. That's about the a third of, of technology. Our, mm-hmm. It's yeah. about a third of our workforce yeah. that's yeah. virtual. And since, you know, our clients are in like Chicago and LA and mm-hmm. San Francisco, the Bay area. So they're not, yeah. Not really in Pensacola or the Gulf Coast region. So it, you know, it works out once they're in the firm and they get to know our culture right. and learn the right. processes. It's pretty neat. So you sort of adopted into the family, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, how, how do you, like, who's your biggest competitor or is there a competitor? Is there another firm that does this kind of work? I'd say the attorneys themselves, if they, you know, because yeah. often we're working with really smart, really intelligent attorneys who might not just have a Juris Doctorate, but also have a Doctorate of Engineering. And so they've kind of got a little network. But mm-hmm. um, 
the, yeah, you know, that, that's uh, that's probably right. I would say like the the Rolodex, right? So yeah, yeah. so what people um, already think they know, or you know, you, if you don't know that something better is out there, you're going to keep using what you've always sure, used. And sure. so, since we uh, innovated this space 26 years ago, you have to educate still, too, don't you? Yeah, there's still attorneys that that really don't necessarily know just about us. So they might think all you do is search and find whenever we have a professional services team that actually manages throughout the engagement. We have a on, uh, on staff counsel that is able to help mm-hmm. experts if they get rattled at a deposition and afterwards they say, hey, I'm getting out of here. The, right. the attorney was so mean that said, they'll never work in this town again. And I can't, Cause you that know. never happened. Right. <laughs> and so we can, we can have uh, an attorney just call them up and say, well, let me, that's just normal. That's just normal yeah. warfare litigation stuff. And, and it's going to be okay. And IMS is here to support you and just to, to keep everything going so that there's not um, disruptions and eruptions and different yeah. things that can go wrong. Litigation is a, is a crazy thing. So we just try to make it seamless and smooth and play our part. You mean it's not always uh, uh, nice, warm, and fuzzy? There's no, a lot of, is there a lot of prep work with, with the, the experts as, as far as like how it's going to go in the courtroom? Or oh, for sure. And an so, yeah, and, and so for sure. And, and now we're going to handle all the professional services related to the administration of the engagement and everything. And so the attorneys and experts, they're the ones that lock themselves away for days at a time and yeah. just do all the prep and everything. And so it's, it's the critical part to cases that uh, helps, a, helps a company win or lose. Yeah. So... Being the niche and, and sort of the leader, like, how do you market and educate at the same time? Would you like to elaborate? How would sure. You, yeah. <laughs> so how do you market a service like this? How do you find these high-end clients being in Pensacola? And then, of course, they're nationwide, sometimes probably even worldwide, I would think. But how are you... How's it? How, I mean, I, How do we become I would, yeah, known? I, yeah, so, yeah, I don't even know where, like, yeah, where to start so, here. Just right. So I think um, before they like us, they have to know us. So sure. that's kind of what you're driving at. And from a marketing branding point of view, I'm, I'll flip that over to Teresa. But certainly I think over the years, probably been word of mouth mostly, right? Yeah. You're, you're known by what you do. and So um, other lawyers passing things that's on. Been, yeah, I mean, that's probably been for the first... 20 years, that's probably the, the whole thrust of how we've grown, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, we, we have teams that, um, that reach out to their law firms that belong to them and that they serve, that they're the concierge for. Right. Um, but it's been mostly word of mouth to begin with. And, and so, but you don't get national awards and recognition and things like that until yeah. you are known by more than just a few sure. or hundreds. Or, I mean, then you're really yeah, your footprint is you're huge. known by everybody, right? So that's really um, been the last several years, I think, whenever we've been... Um, being very effective at how we, how we talk about ourselves. You know, we're, I think we're a humble, humble group and don't yeah. do a lot of that and a lot of bragging. Our clients typically brag about mm-hmm. us, but we've been entering the fray just to tell people more about who we are and what yeah. we do in the last couple of years. Is that an accurate yeah. way to describe that? It makes it, it makes yeah. it a little easier for you though, huh? It does. So yeah, the market's already warmed up just from the good job that our team does. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you asked about like, you know, who are the competitors out there? There really isn't anybody that stays along and supports at the administrative level that right. we do and ensures that there's not going to be disruptive, you know, hiccups that happen along the way during mm-hmm. litigation. Um, so we're really kind of unique in the industry, but you know, we, we're, we're humble too. James mentioned that we definitely don't, you know, we see, our work mm-hmm. in a lot of the headlines. We'll see, you know, a large Fortune 50 brand mm-hmm. has gone up to bat like, against yeah, another. And we see, yeah, that's, you know, that mm-hmm. was the expert mm-hmm. that we helped them find and, you know, helped make that connection and made sure that everything ran smooth so that they could get to the decision mm-hmm. they finally got to. Um, but we don't often brag about it. Mm-hmm. But, um, but what we do take a lot of joy in 
is that intelligence and those insights that we get from the you know, it's 200,000 conversations every year that our team is having with the world's most really intelligent yeah. and influential litigators yeah. and then these subject matter experts who are thought leaders and all of these cool spaces like blockchain and artificial yep. intelligence. You become this like walking knowledge of, of I mean, walking tank of, of some useless knowledge, but, some, <laughs> but you know, it's like Jeopardy waiting to happen. Say, you know? Yeah, we're, we're really probably more the curator, right? The yeah. curator of all those yeah. relationships. So right. because um, we've earned their trust, uh, both with experts and attorneys over the years, um, we ha- are able to have very good, valuable, trusted relationships and conversations around that, which which matter too. And I think one of the ways that Teresa described it too, when we think about ourselves, you know, IMS is never at the center of the story when mm-hmm. we're serving our clients, right? Um, we're not the hero of the story. We're not the one slaying the dragon. We'd like to be the sword. Yeah, We'd like to be that go. sword to help the heroes. The heroes sure. are our clients, right? And so that's what, that's how we kind of probably approach it. You're good with analogies. I like it. And, and I should use that. Yeah. You should definitely use that. Yeah. And we've been noticing a lot. Um, so, you know, we get this intelligence, we get these insights and, um, you know, part of what we've really been interested in doing recently is getting that connected to our clients and getting that connected to, yeah. you know, to litigators that we know, you know, are, are interested in, in us and, um, you know, so keeping them informed on what's, you know, how is blockchain going to impact my desk? Yeah. What kind what of litigation? Right? Yeah. Yes. What is so blockchain? Start there. <laughs> yeah. And, and what is this going to mean for litigation? What are my clients going to be coming mm-hmm. to me for in the next couple years as yeah. this emerges and we see, you know, more disputes going on. Um, so that's been, that's been really interesting and that's definitely grown. I think awareness for us yeah. in, in the market. How many, how many experts do you think you have on, uh, not on staff, but on Rolodex? How many do we think we have? Yeah. How many do you, did you I'm sure you know who you have, but I didn't know if you were able to you know, let that number out, but, but yeah. I'm just curious over the last, what is uh, almost 20 years. So yeah, if I told you all the secrets, uh, all of a sudden That's the right. radio wire would be pulled and the, the, the audio would go out. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't um, be the first time. Yeah. So, I mean, um, so we, we don't approach it like a database, right? Sure. I mean, I think, uh, you know, we all have LinkedIn now, so right. everybody's really got a database of people. So it's, it's not that I think I would probably, um, answer your question by talking about how many real relationships we have with people, mm-hmm. which probably matters a lot more, right? Sure. So when we call, do they pick up the phone? Do they know we're calling with yes. something legitimate and of value? Um, and not, do you, you get know, past the secretary? You can yeah, actually all, go to lunch. All of those yeah. things and, and not, you know, not necessarily attorney direction, but toward the, toward the expert witnesses themselves. I mean, these folks are very, very busy, very, very accomplished. And, you know, most of them like what they do for the sake of the challenge, even mm-hmm. right. Not even the money. So that's an sure. entirely different type of set. But I, I'd probably say that we have an extended family of, uh, of IMS relationships with experts, probably between 10 and 20,000. Wow. Right. That's amazing. That'd be about where I'd landed. I mean, obviously we know of a lot more sure. and, and a lot of the, you know, we're, we're, it's, it's a very detailed process, right? Yeah. And so I, I think this is a series of radio interviews we're going to be doing over the next are we, are we probably five years. Could, yeah. yeah, sure. I'm sure we can work something out. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's an extremely detailed process where we're taking the specifications of our litigator clients, I mean, to an in, incredible amount of detail. And then we go take that and go out to the great wide world, the mm-hmm. entire world. So we don't keep a stable and it's not right. just a directory or a Rolodex, but a lot of the times we're going to find our best fit for our clients uh, based on referrals, right? So sure. we're going to reach out to many of our folks at our extended family and they're going to say, you know who would be great for that, Mary or Sally or John right. or whatever. And then we get to kind of chase that down. So yeah. that's that's a big part of it too. Do, do, they, do they sort of stay um, confidential and, and sort of keep identities you know, on the down low, I should say, or, or people very uh, forthcoming and they say, I'm, I'm an expert at this. I'll be more than happy to testify kind of thing. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a, I'd say a big broad spectrum of the way yeah. people approach it. Right. So for, for our business is different than I think most, um, 
If you think of litigation, I, I mentioned earlier, there's about 250,000 cases filed in federal That's courts amazing. every year, right? And we're not interested in all of them, right? We're interested in about 5,000 of them, very specific practice areas, mostly just a very complex bet the company type litigation. So the expert witness um, industry is very broad as well, right? So there's people who are architects or engineers and mm-hmm. things like that. And they're also expert witnesses on the side, or maybe it's their full-time gig or full-time job. And the group that we're working with are probably both um, industry people, but also academics and also other varieties as mm-hmm. well, right? Just the studied or known sure. folks who can who can the talk. School of and, Hard Knocks will teach you a lot. And opine. Sure, those are those are some <laughs> those are some of the best ones sometimes. So it's the it's the person uh, the expert person who can opine on extremely um, complicated subject matter, and then you know also put all the reports together and have mm-hmm. all the the validity behind that. And as then do well. it under so, pressure. That's right. And so, so our group that we would, that we deal with mostly the kind of folks that, that our clientele are looking for are, are just not as broad based, I guess they're, they're a lot more elite, I guess, as a word and Mm -hmm. don't necessarily want to use that word, but you know what I mean? They just really are. They're the, they're the apex in their industry. So, you know, the literally the top two, three, four people for every and everything. Yeah. Yeah, And they, and they tend to, um, you know, James mentioned they're either still, you know, they're either involved in academia or they're involved in industry Mm -hmm. and that continued involvement actually builds their credibility as a potential Mm -hmm. expert witness. And the fact that they're not vocally marketing themselves as I'm a professional expert witness, which could lead to, you know, some, sure. I was going to say it leads to validity if they're not necessarily (laughs) out there bragging, right? Which is an interesting, um, kind of line of support that we, (laughs) well, as I, with IMS, we, we, for the experts, for, for really kind of leading subject matter experts in their specific areas who could truly be absolutely credible in court and Mm -hmm. really, um, you know, confident on the stand, um, and would be aligned to our clients. That's, for the experts, we represent, you know, some opportunity as well, um, because we, where they may not want to market themselves, yeah. they're, you know, involved writing, publishing papers for academia or out in the industry doing yeah. their day jobs, um, but they'd be interested in the opportunity. We're kind of an, we're a unique business development partner mm-hmm. for them. So do you have people like calling you up and saying, hey, I'm, I'm an expert at this, put me on the list kind of thing? <laughs> we, sure. It yeah, happens. we do. Yeah. And, and, and there's, and, and that's not a bad thing. Um, and there, but there's a lot of, uh, you know, websites and different organizations out there that are these directories kind of right. Yeah. And you can self nominate and you can just kind of self qualify. Like mm-hmm. I'm an expert. Um, and, and that's fine. I mean, under the rules of civil procedure and federal rules of evidence and things like that, there are qualifications and criteria. So the attorney decides if this person is legitimate, you know, has, yeah. a, has the merit to be called an expert and the court yeah. can decide they don't or, or they do. And, you know, but if you, you know, if you can show the background, you can, you can uh, overcome that threshold. And so there's a lot of things, up, a lot of opportunities out there, I guess, for experts who want to be expert witnesses yeah. to self-nominate. That's not really, that's not our business model. So sure. there's a so, lot of folks out there but who do that. There, there's, and I've learned that through this platform, there's nothing faster to become an expert than to just start talking about it, <laughs> right? Legitimately or not, you know, sure. or, or writing about yeah. it or just sort of, uh, um, <clears throat> what I find here too is a like guilty by association, right? So just because we're talking to all these people, all of a sudden it's like, we'll call Keith because he might know, you know, yeah. it's like, wait. Well, I'll give so. you an example. Like, so, um, with, with a lot of the, the, maybe the litigation or pending litigation around the Facebook and the data around all of mm-hmm. that and everything, you know, they, they hold, um, hearings on Capitol Hill and things like that. So the folks that are being called to testify mm-hmm. and educate Congress folks about that are kind of the folks that we would deal with also. Yep. Right. So that's not going to be the ones that are necessarily self-nominating. They're the ones that are sought out and sought sure. after. And so that's, that's more of our community of people too. Yeah. Very cool. So there's some validity in not tooting your own horn, right? right. I think so. Yeah. I mean, you just get, you every, everything, um, 
is about uh, association, right? What you're associated with. And so, but if you go do great work on a, on a really important case, and even if it was your first one, you begin to get that reputation and then, yeah. and you can be the go-to, right? It's, it's all going to become, come down to performance. And so you know. is, is that community very, uh, does word travel fast through the, to the legal community that way when it comes to cases and, and experts and who, who does really well and who does not? Um, I, I think probably within a law firm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Because the law firm would want to share with each other their own practice groups and things right. like that. But they're not necessarily going to go tell another law firm, you know, who was great with this right. because you might have to be up against that law firm down the yeah, road. You don't want to know your secret weapon. Yeah, huh? something like that. And, yeah. it, and interestingly, some of our research, <clears throat> some of our market research suggests too that some of the attorneys are um, really cautious about even sharing. Once they do mm-hmm. know that an expert's performed really well and they've had a good experience, sometimes they may not even share that expert yeah, with, yeah. Um, not just with attorneys mm-hmm. outside of the firm, but, but even their down own. the hall, right? So it's really interesting, um, which is where, you know, I think we, you know, we can be pretty helpful. For sure. For getting them out. So, sure. Okay, so so what's the, the oddest expert you've ever gotten, if you can say, subject matter wise, I would think? Mm. Inflatable pool toys. <laughs> really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. HR approved that comment there, by the way. Yeah. I, I was thinking of the ones that HR wouldn't approve. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I saw the glance. <laughs> I, I, I avoided that. Um, th- we had one for um, air, airplane toilets mm-hmm. as well. The yeah. Flushing mechanism for airplanes. Just so some weird stuff, huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah. really, anything, anything you can think of. Anything. Because people, people sue for anything. Somebody, yeah. There can be a dispute mm-hmm. over yeah. anything. So I'm waiting for, for Bill to put a collection of stories together and write the book of like the oddest litigation things I've ever seen. or The memoir. Yeah, yeah. That's it. We have a secret coffee table, but <laughs> we can't share it with you. Does it turn into a coffee table? <laughs> <laughs> There's a patent pending on yeah. that one. Very cool. Very cool. So uh, how about anybody interested in getting in your line of work or, or working with something like IMS? What's, what does that look like? Like what, what, do you, what would you say are probably the best qualifications or chances to do something like that? Oh, man, that's a... Be smart, apparently. <laughs> it, <laughs> really it smart. It is truly the brightest group of coworkers I have ever had in my career. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, it's a very short career since I'm so young. But, Shh, um, don't tell anybody that. <laughs> <laughs> but we, like I said, in 2018, we did a ton of hiring, and we really... Um, implement a very agile recruiting um, process so that whenever we see a need, we are able to plug it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. We try and keep a good pulse on our employees' um, engagement and satisfaction so that we can kind of sense if there might be something coming down the line and we're going to need to you know, fill a position soon. We're basically fully staffed right now. There are mm-hmm. a couple of positions we're looking for. And really, we're just going to keep a pulse on our growth throughout 2019 to see what it is we need. And there's always an element of turnover that Mm -hmm. you can't prepare for 100%. Um, But, you know, it's hard to say. It's an interesting place as an HR professional to recruit because... You're going to be able to write a book, aren't you? (laughs) I'm going to be able to write a book. Um, It's the most fascinating group of people. But, for example, when I'm hiring a researcher... No one went to college to be a researcher. I, I yeah. can't go out and pull someone who has an undergrad in research. So you have to look at those skills and those different competencies that they have from doing some other job that quite possibly was unlike anything we do right. in our office. Um, and just, you know, interview that person and get to know them and teach them about the company and let them interview 
you because they're yeah. interviewing our company as well and, and just see if they'd be a good fit. I think that's probably one of the most underrated uh, things you can do in an interview is interview the company. Most Absolutely. people don't do that. They, they expect the questions to get fired and then they're, they're, you know, they're good to go. Uh -huh. When you start asking questions back, it's funny to watch sort of the employer squirm a little bit because they're not used to it. So For sure. That's all. I, I tell people that's the most important aspect is, yeah, but I already had your resume. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, right. now's the time for you to ask me questions. Yeah. So, uh, what's I'd, I'd tell them to come see us, wouldn't you, Heather? I mean, if, if you're interested in IMS, if you, you follow, you follow, uh, look at our website and, and you've, and you've heard mm -hmm. this podcast, you've heard this broadcast mm -hmm. and, uh, just come see us, reach out to us because, um, I think there is a lot of things that'll mm -hmm. translate and we are pretty good at interpreting that. We do yeah. like passion, right. but we like intellect and the folks who can pick up a challenge. Yeah. Those are always good. Are there personality tests involved? There's not a personality test involved. We don't do that. We do look at, we use DISC behavioral profiles, mm -hmm. and that is not your personality. That's your behavior at work. Mm -hmm. We use those for people that we're interviewing. We also use those day-to-day -day in the office. Yeah. If I have two coworkers that are having trouble communicating, we'll pull out the DISCs, look at them, mm -hmm. and see. Well, and chances are they're communicating completely wrong for whatever that person's um, profile is. So we use that. Um, we'll pull someone in for like a panel interview. Mm -hmm. um, we do that so that they can really, you know, spend a lot of time with people who are actually doing that job. Yeah. And prep so, them for, you know, being questioned by multiple people absolutely. at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I'll say to you, there's such an interesting range of mm -hmm. um, learning styles and how different types of people within IMS across mm -hmm. our departments, process mm -hmm. information, learn, um, you know, and, and really we have very analytical people, we have very creative yeah. people, and it just depends on the roles. But the one thing that's kind of a connecting fabric among mm -hmm. all of that with, with all IMSers is that really that um, desire to just learn yeah. and that passion for, um, you know, hunger for new information, for learning, for, yeah. you know, the intellectual curiosity. So that's for a sure. neat, it makes for a very cool yeah. work environment. I yeah. think I would think the, the liking to prove things wrong would be a good quality to have. So like my daughters, they'd love to do that. They're like, no dad, as they, as they go to Google. So, you know, I think that's one of the, one of those complimentary personalities you're talking about. Cause we, yeah. what happens is, you know, we get these very complex challenges thrown at us by mm -hmm. our client attorneys. And those are what we want. The, the most demanding and most challenging thing that they could face. We want to make it easy for them, but we will get people in a room and some are going to be more analytical and others will be more creative. And some will be uh, the debaters like you were just mm -hmm. describing. Right. And, and if you get all of those people in a room, they're all really smart and calm and qualified people in a room, you know what we Just wind be up a solving. Fly on the wall. <laughs> well, we, we wind up solving the problems, right? And then we all get excited and go mm -hmm. back and take that to the client and the attorneys are amazed and they tell us, I had no idea you guys yeah. would be able to find I actually said he falls from the yeah, sky. And you it's wouldn't like big believe. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Very cool. So um if if anybody wanted information or wanted to learn more about the company, where would you send them? www.expertservices.com. Uh, we're also on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn, which is yeah. great for candidates. I think who mm -hmm. would be yeah. interested is LinkedIn. And then if if they just want to, if they wanted to speak to anybody personally at the company, they go for HR. They yeah, call and say, "Hey." There's never a situation that I don't want to hear from someone who might be interested in working for our company. It's really how we're able to be so agile in mm -hmm. our recruiting is that I keep a pipeline. I maintain some relationships along the way so that I can think back. You know, we're not just going to plug someone into the company if there's not a great fit. That's yeah. how we have such a good. Uh, workforce. So I'll maintain a relationship with someone and, you know, more often than not, it might be a year, it might be 18 months, you're able to find a role for that person and plug them right yeah. in. And what about, what about potential experts or people that want to, to actually participate in the, in that side of it? 
Same, same concept. So but, but, you know, and I'd, I'd say what we, what we tell experts, uh, candidates who would be interested in working through IMS, it is, you know, definitely coveted relationships, um, for those experts. We, uh, you know, we do work with the best firms out there. We're working with the top 5% firms in the U S mm-hmm. around the globe and really interesting landmark cases. And a lot of experts are, you know, subject matter experts are interested, um, we, you know, we never know when that case is going to come along mm-hmm. through the IMS pipeline that that expert candidate would be yeah. a qualified fit for. So it doesn't hurt to make sure that we know um, that you're interested, right. that she would be available. Have your and, information and all you know, stuff. And, and, Yeah. And mm-hmm. similar to, you know, the conversation we would have with a potential IMS or with an expert candidate, we'd love to know who you are and um, stay up to date with your career as you, you know, as you grow and yeah. develop and. Yeah, I, to, I will. I'll add on to what Heather was saying about um, kind of keeping the pipeline going. I've always thought of that as like Heather's bench, and it's been pretty mm-hmm. amazing because we, you know, we all know a lot of great people, mm-hmm. and and sometimes just we're in a season where we're not even looking to change a job or something, but we hear about something, it plants a seed, there's a spark there, sure. and so we definitely have folks where we didn't necessarily have an opening, but they came and expressed their interest. Mm-hmm. They were really a cultural fit. We felt like that that is a you know if we had a spot, we would hire them on mm-hmm. the spot. Um, but it comes up later that we do. And then the season is right. right. So I would I would say anyone who kind of gets inspired by this, right. check out the website, see the kind of interesting things we do and then just just reach out. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. There's been a lot of success like that. Absolutely. Where um, where do you see yourselves growing into? Like, is there any new sort of things on the horizon that you're able to discuss? Without signing NDAs or <laughs> there are some very interesting things, many of which we um, many of which we can't discuss. Still under development. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you know we're gonna we follow our clients wherever they go, right? right. So um, the things that we've seen in the last several years, uh, like everyone, the um, the economy is much more global than mm-hmm. ever before. So you know, there's forty eight thousand law firms in the United States. We choose to work. All? Yeah, I know, right? That's not enough. Um, <laughs> not as many Starbucks, right? Um, but we choose to work with 500 of them. Mm-hmm. Right? And we work with all of the AMLA 100, which is a, a population that is the top 100 revenue grossing law firms in the world. So mm-hmm. 500 million to 3 billion, that's they're roughly their size. So okay. what, where, the, where our clients go and what they need kind of dictates what we also want to yeah. do. So when you see the, 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 the law firms, the global law firms doing more in a Hong Kong or Europe, or you see the patent... Um, structures changing uh, more to become more yeah. um, U.S. style, and they move to those markets. We just follow behind them so that we can get what they, you know, yeah. we can continue to serve them and give them what they need. So, so those are the things that really drive where we go and what we do is based on a lot of our clients. And yeah. those clients are the, the big law firms. So other than patents and, and global business, what other industries or markets are you seeing sort of increase in the need for, uh, or not need for litigation, but having more litigation with them? Well, I mean, um, you know, you follow the news, right? And so you, you start. Actually, I don't. You know, I, don't. I, so, I try not to. The, yeah, me neither, right? So, we do. Yeah, we, we kind of have to, right? So, but uh, the royal you. Yeah. Uh, one, one would follow the news. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what you see in the news, the things that people are begin arguing about, that there's a lot at stake about, you know, if it was the the water quality in Flint, Michigan or something mm-hmm. like that, or, or whether it's, um, you know, these tech companies are too big. And so people start talking about antitrust or breakups and mm-hmm. things like that, or, you know, the, the, um, all of the regulations and Dodd-Frank and things that occurred around the uh, mortgage crisis meltdown mm-hmm. and things like that, you know, that's what the kind of thing that turns into litigation. And that's what our clients typically will need us for to, to jump in and help them find the right person to help them, 
you know, uh, state the proper facts in their case yeah. and that kind of thing. So very cool. um, that's, that's where we go. That's what we follow. And it's, it's typically what's going on in the, you know, yeah. in, in the world and the, the big stuff. Well, congratulations on all the success. And I, I'm sorry, Bill's under the weather, but you know, he's done a great job for, yeah. you know, going from one to 85. I'm, it's pretty impressive. So, well, I'll, I'll say, I'll say on Bill's behalf and we do, we do miss Bill Ween, um, you know, founder of, of IMS and gosh, I know he wanted to be here really badly. But one of the things uh, I'll tell you about Bill that translates into the culture of our company, mm-hmm. uh, Bill has a great big heart. So if you, if you know, Bill, that's one of the things you'll, you'll say about him. It's a hallmark of his. And I would say that IMS is also a company with a great big heart. Yeah. And so the way that we take care of our people and how, you know, doing the right thing all the time, especially by our people is one of our hallmarks and something that we care about and something that's part of our culture. Um, some of the other things I think make it fascinating uh, about IMS as a place to be in the place, like a destination mm-hmm. place for an sure. employee, right? Sure. Someone, some, someone looking for a company with a great uh, kind of purpose and mission and heart. Um, you know, we, we just do all kinds of things I think that help us uh, do better. Like we, we give each other the, um, the grace to make mistakes yeah. and recover and develop and, and yeah. then still, you know, still win and learn. And, uh, Bill is famous for his Gouda grits. So just, you know, anytime yeah. he's like, I, I will you know, accept his challenge. Oh man, it's good, it's good stuff. Right. Uh, we do, you know, crawfish boils in our uh, courtyard and cornhole tournaments and just, mm-hmm. we look out for one another. Right. And so that's, a, that's the hallmark of a good company. Yeah. Um, it, uh, it helps to move with purpose too. I think that's right. right. You know, a lot of companies these days, there's just, well, a lot of the, those that are not moving with purpose are falling away very quickly because it's the culture is changing just worldwide of you really need to have a meaning to be there and it should serve the better good and that kind of stuff. So sure. Well, re- so think about reputation. What's important? Yeah. Is your reputation important? Yeah, I mean, for sure. So, yeah. you know, we take that seriously. And I think, you know, the way that we handle um, our clients business is with a sense of urgency that's kind of intense like theirs, right? Yeah. Matches their intensity yeah. and urgency. And, and for our experts as well, just, we recognize uh, or recognize the, the value of reputation. Yeah. Right. And so that's part of what our brand is known for and really part of what, you know, a lot of our personal brands and our clients brands and expert brands are known for is like, yeah. this is what you're going to get is extremely high quality. Which helps. Yeah. It's nice to know before you, you know, drop the time and the, and the money <laughs> and you're going to get success. So, uh, okay. So we're getting to the end of time here, but I do want to thank all of you for coming. And again, Bill, we, we do miss you. We wish you'd made it, but I'm sure we'll have another opportunity down the road. We can invite him back, but one more time, just in case, uh, where people can get more information. And, and the web address. www.expertservices.com. And uh, we're also on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn. There you go. Social, social fun, huh? Yep. Awesome. Well, again, thank you all for being here very much. Uh, guys, you can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook. Or you can find us on our website at PensacolaBusinessRadioX.com or at BusinessRadioX.live. This has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. <laughs>